This past Sunday, I took a day trip to Milwaukee and I had a lot of fun. I went with a friend who is trying to get back into traveling again because it's a big part of um, what she loves to do. And I haven't traveled since before the pandemic. And so we thought it would be nice to go somewhere local. We decided to take the Amtrak train to Milwaukee. It was a really nice getaway for just, I think we're gone, what, eight hours or something like that. I realized it was the first time I was going to be leaving Savannah for an extended period of time. Usually if I was gone, it was like maybe four hours and I was always really close by, like could get back home in 15 minutes. In this case, I was an hour and a half away and did not have my car. And again, we were gone for eight hours. The night before, I started feeling a little bit of worry and anxiety and was realizing that I was having some separation anxiety, even though we weren't actually separated yet. And I had all these like concerns like, well, what if she doesn't want to eat? What if she does this? What if she gets hurt and I have to hurt bring it back? And just all the, the worst things were going through my head. And then I had to remind myself that she's with her father. She's going to be okay. He knows exactly what she needs and exactly what's going to make her happy. So I was like, I just have to trust that everything's going to be okay. And if they do run into something, that he knows how to take care of it. So I went ahead and went on with my trip. I wanted to talk today about just space and giving yourself permission to create your own space and a half space and also boundaries. I know I talk about boundaries quite a bit, but I think that another way to rework that is to talk about space and taking up certain space and also creating certain space for yourself and for your sanity. And I think that it was important for me to create some space between me and Savannah because we have been together her whole life. So with all of that said, welcome to this episode of Mom Homie. The trip was really nice. Initially, we got these coach tickets, which really just meant you're sitting in like the first seats that are there. There's nothing spectacular about it. But when we got on the train, it was already crowded and they said that it was pretty much a sold out train. And for whatever reason, we didn't expect it to have so many people, but it did. So we ended up not even being able to sit next to each other. And for that first, I'd say like mm, hour and 10 minutes of the ride, We were in our respective seats, and then we also look up and we happen to be in the quiet car. So we're like, oh man, so even if we wanted to talk to each other, we can't. So my friend and I, we just waited, and then finally somebody got off, and there was two seats available next to each other. So we switched to the seats next to each other, and we were talking a little bit in like this sort of tone, not too animated or excited. And then there was two ladies next to us that were also talking, but they were a lot louder and they were a lot more ha ha or whatever and like it didn't bother us obviously because we were also talking and what the conductor had said before we took off was that if you're in the quiet car keep conversation low and if you decide to take a phone call you need to leave that car so in my mind I'm like okay as long as we're not too loud like it should be okay tell me why this lady had the nerve to pop up from her seat in front of us and look at us and say we're in the quiet car I was so taken aback. I didn't even say anything. 
And then finally she said it again. And I was just like, okay. And then when she sat down, my friend and I looked at each other and we're like, did she really just shush us? Like, lady, we're all grown. I can understand you wanting us to be quiet, but you literally just shushed us. Like, why didn't you just say, hey, could you guys mind keeping it down or whatever it is? No, you felt the need to remind us of the quiet car. And what got me is that she said nothing to the other women, nothing at all. So I don't want to harp on this because this could have very well ruined our trip. But I think the reason why I bring it up is because just very briefly want to explain and talk a little bit about how specifically as a person of color, it's hard to not associate that with race, especially because my friend and I, she's brown, I'm black. And the women that were talking that she did not say anything to were white. And I was just like, okay. So it's hard for me to say, hey, it's not a racial issue. The other thing is that we could have let that like set the tone for our trip and been the only thing we had talked about the whole day. But I think because she and I were embarking on this adventure of just trying to reacclimate to society and to get used to the world again, we were like, we need to set a boundary on that. And we need to give ourselves space outside of that to continue forward. That was, I would say, the first challenge we had in our trip outside of just our regular anxieties, like I said, the separation anxiety and the anxiety of just being in the public. So it was one of those situations where, again, we were like, let's not let this set the tone for our trip. So it ended up being a great trip. We went to the Milwaukee Museum of Art. We went to, I don't, I don't know exactly what it was called, but it was basically like an indoor f- farmer's market and she got a smoothie, I got some coffee. And then we finished our trip going to a uh, vegetarian restaurant, which I actually had a chicken burrito and it was real chicken because they did have a few meat options. And I have to say it was probably the best chicken burrito I've ever had. So kudos to them. If you ever go to Milwaukee, I recommend that you visit. It's called Beans and Barley. And then I also recommend that you go to the Milwaukee Museum of Art. Although this trip was great, there were a few things that I wish that I had prepared a little bit better. And so I wanted to talk more about that. If any of my moms out there are wondering whether they you know, are ready to go on a trip or can take a trip, then I want to make this space available to you where you can deciding for yourself, is this something that you want to do and just have some things to consider based off of my experience. I do want to address that moms often feel guilty about doing anything for themselves, including me, and that for whatever reason never goes away. But that's okay. It's a feeling that I will contend with every day and that I will remind myself that I am allowed to have the space that I need to take care of myself. So that leads us to our affirmation. Time for myself is not time wasted. I want you to say that to yourself. Time for myself is not time wasted. Okay, perfect. So in this month, again, we're talking about space. We're talking about personal space. We're talking about creative space. We're talking about space to grow. And we're talking about mental space. 
And I also want to remind you guys that I am going to go back to the bi-weekly format. Last month, I did record a podcast episode every week. And now I'm going back to the bi-monthly. So after today's episode, the next one won't be for another two weeks. All right, so let's jump in into some of the things that I experienced having gone on this day trip and how other mamas can prepare themselves whether they decide they want to take a day trip now or down the line. I recommend that you do not have a long goodbye. So my husband and my daughter and I, we were all in a car to the train station And when I got there, I thought that I would have a little bit more time to say bye before I had to jump out the car. But we pulled over very quickly. It was very much like the feeling you have when you're at the airport where you're like, let me just grab my bags and go. So when we pulled up to the train station, I kissed my daughter bye. I kissed my husband bye. I said, I'll see you guys later. My husband said, let me know when you get on the train. And that was it. So I recommend having a very short goodbye. And if you are going to have somewhat of a longer goodbye, I would say to do that maybe an hour before you leave. That way you can get out all your feels and take care of all the last minute details you want to take care of if you're nervous about anything in that sense. So that way you're not potentially missing a flight or missing uh, your train or your bus or whatever it is. Have times that you're going to check in with your family so that way they're not waiting for you to check in and you're not waiting on them to check in with you. So when I was on my trip, I decided that I was going to just check in one time. We were only gone eight hours and I checked in around like three o'clock just to say, hey, this is how it's going so far. Here's where we're headed. How are things going with you and the baby? And send me a picture. And so... That happened. It was a very brief just text message. If you want to call, call. If you want to FaceTime, FaceTime. But I recommend just having one or two times where you're going to check in so that way there's no miscommunication or waiting. This was one of my faux pas for the whole trip. So I'm still breastfeeding. However, I am not doing it super frequently But enough where if I don't pump or if Savannah doesn't feed, then I do get uncomfortable. So I would recommend that you either bring a portable pump if you're still breastfeeding or a haka. Now I have a haka. I took it out. I looked at it. And then I said, I'll be okay. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. And then I told myself if I needed one, I could just buy one because they're not expensive. And I know they have them at Target. But I didn't know where Target was at in Milwaukee. And who wants to spend any of their day vacationing or on their day trip looking for a haka? Not me. So I would recommend to bring the things that you need. I lucked out and did not have any sort of clogs or anything like that. But I definitely got to a point where I was like, I am super uncomfortable. And as soon as I see Savannah, I'm going to need her to nurse. So bring whatever you need to bring. And I think part of why I didn't bring it is because I wanted to just have one small purse. But I very well could have had a backpack and been okay. So 
yeah, bring what you need. And even if you don't end up using it, at least you have it. The other thing that I wish I would have done is left a schedule for Savannah. Now, obviously, again, I trust Josh to take care of our daughter and to know what she needs. And she is able in some way, even though she's not totally speaking, to let you know, hey, I'm hungry. I need my diaper changed. I'm sleepy. Whatever it is. So... I didn't leave any specific instructions. I generally just kind of said, hey, she can maybe eat this for lunch. She can maybe eat that for lunch. This is in the freezer. And don't forget X, Y, Z. But what I wish I would have done was written some things down because I know there are things that I know better just from being with her all the time because Josh works a daytime job and has to go in the office sometimes. So I wish that I would have left more specific instructions and not anything super crazy, but just a, hey, this is what she likes if she's doing this. This is what this means if she's doing this. That way he could have been a little bit more prepared in that regard. And she did pretty good. Like I've been saying, she's teething. So her appetite's been kind of up and down. And Josh did try to feed her several different things, which I guess she was kind of refusing So when she does that, I know that that means that she needs Tylenol because that will help with whatever discomfort she has with the teething. And then she typically eats like 30 minutes after that. So had I left some instruction about that, I think that she probably would have eaten more. But the upside is that she was not starving. They did great. She's fine. He's fine. And when I got to them, she was knocked out. It's okay if you forget, but if you remember, it's nice to leave just a little bit of more information about certain cues and things like that. So it's like, okay, usually around this time is when she goes to sleep. So I know she probably wants to feed before she goes to sleep. So that sort of thing. And then the last thing I have for you is to just take your time enjoying the day. I didn't worry about anything. I got there and I looked around and I said, okay, this seems like a nice, friendly place. It was a nice mixed bag of people. We spent a lot of time outside just walking to the various places and we didn't rush anything and we just kind of were like, if we get it in, great. If not, that's fine too. I know for some people that go on vacations, they want to get everything done in one day And for us, we wrote a few things down and none of it was a must. It was just like, hey, we could do this. We could do that. Because that kind of takes the stress off of trying to stay on a schedule, which in in its own right can be, you know, daunting, especially when you look up and you're like, oh my God, an hour went by and we only saw the one exhibit or whatever it is. So I would say, you know, be leisure, take your time walk around, try a couple of local places if you can, and that sort of thing. I 
I encourage every mom to take a day trip somewhere local. It doesn't have to be far. For me, it was an hour and a half. For you, if you want it to be 40 minutes, that's fine. But it's just nice to step out of your comfort zone and to remember that there's things that you enjoy doing by yourself and that there's nothing wrong with enjoying those things by yourself. I think it was nice for me not to have to worry about another person while I was gone. And when I say that, not that I didn't have uh, my friends back, but just mean like actually having to take care of another person. And I didn't have to take on the sorts of uh, anxieties you have when your baby's out and about in the public and you're in a new place and you're wondering, okay, are they going to act like this or... Are people going to be receptive to that or do I have to find kid-friendly places and that sort of thing? So I do encourage every mom to get out there and take a day trip somewhere. And understand the physical space between you and your baby is healthy. I think that for some moms, they feel like they always have to be with their child. And I know that for me, I was like that. For the first year, I was very much like, nope, where I go, she has to go. And it was mostly related to breastfeeding, but I also knew that I could pump and leave milk or whatever, and that I had milk stored. So it was never a question of like, oh, is she going to be hungry? Because there was plenty of things here. It always just came down to me, again, feeling anxiety about leaving her. So if I were to go back and tell my new mom self any advice about this day trip and about space and things like that is that it's okay that you're not a bad mom for wanting to have some space and that your child is going to be fine. And I think that that space also allowed Savannah to establish some independence away from me and for her to bond with Josh as well, because I don't think they've had a day with just the two of them for that long. And ultimately you'll feel refreshed for having done this for yourself. So just think about the health aspects of all of it, not just for you, but for your family, when you take on something such as this and really apply that to this day trip. Because it, it, for me, it wasn't just a trip. It was freedom. It was relaxation. It was calm. Those sorts of things. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that you get a notification when it is posted. And if you like this podcast, here's what you can do. You can keep listening, obviously, and catch up on any episodes. You can also rate this podcast and leave a review. Share with your friends and family and other moms. Follow me on social media, more specifically Instagram. I'm trying to figure out the balance with the other social media platforms, but you're going to get the quickest response from me on Instagram at copywriting Brit or mom homie and also read the mom homie blog that drops every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. So you can go to momhomie.com for anything, whether that's podcast or for the blog. And I've also got some things there where you can offer suggestions or if you want to share your story, I've made that space available to you. So please take advantage of that. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can email me as well, which is another option on the website. It's been a wonderful and good challenge to produce an episode every week. However, because I know my bandwidth, I just want to remind you all that episodes are going to come out every two weeks. So 
Tuesday, and then again in two weeks. I hope you feel inspired to take a day trip and have a wonderful day.